now, Truckers Radio USA presents... Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! Where are their pants? The Derriers! Oh, yeah! The Derriers! Two amazing brothers boldly exploring the universe of music in the Americana Roadshow. The Derriers are Kansas City's dubious backup specialists. Elvis had the Jordanaires. These are the Derriers. Rhythm guitar, bass, and harmony vocals. Please welcome Leo and Roger Eilts, the Derriers. Welcome to the American Road Show right here on Truckers Radio USA. I'm Roger Isles. I'm Leo Isles. And we are the, the Derriers. We're doing what we do. We drive up and down the highways and byways of America in our trusty RV. That's right. Just picking up songs wherever we find them. And they're everywhere. They are everywhere. I mean, it's it's amazing how you, much there is. You can't roll over in your sleep without rolling over on, on a tune or see. This. Well, if you leave them laying around like that. Well, that's that. true. Yeah. yeah. You should be more organized than I, that. I'm not. Uh, well, that's true. <laughs> okay. Well, people ask us. They say... Derriere's, exactly what is Americana music? And that's a fair question. It is. And we have a, well, we think it's a fair answer. I think it's a decent answer. I think it's a decent answer. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of definitions and a lot of opinions. That's correct. And we have both, and it's the same thing. Same thing. Yeah. It is our opinion which makes it, you know, yeah. it's our show. And, and, and it is that it's music with... Distinctive, Distinctive American, American roots. roots. And yeah. that leaves us a lot of breathing room right oh, there. Oh, yeah. I mean, it it could be rockabilly. It could be blues. It could be bluegrass. It could be classical. It could be big band. Pop. Uh, it could be uh, rhythm and blues. Did I say that? Probably. I don't care. I don't think so. I, I don't, don't think, think Yeah. It could be swing. Uh, it could be opera. It could be... Boogaloo. And it should be boogaloo. It should be boogaloo, uh, yeah. More often than not. So, and the format of the show is that we both show up each week with a virtual vis- fistful of tunes that we have not yet disclosed to That's the other the guy. That's the only rule. We do not discuss it ahead of time. And we parse them out one at a time, and yep. we take turns starting the show. And uh, I started last week. You did. So you're up. Well, I, I want to... Uh, preface. Uh, Prefaces are this kind whole of a, thing. That's a ten dollar word in a two bit mouth. Yes, right there. I, I used to pronounce it preface. Preface. Yes, um, which I thought is what you had before you put on makeup. I got, I got you. Yeah, but anyway, um, so uh, I, I had in my music library years ago of an old friend of mine had given me like twenty or thirty CDs of this archival. Uh, old timey and all kinds of uh, old country music that he downloaded, you know, from some website, some right. sh- share thing, and I just uh, haphazardly threw it into my iTunes, and and there it resided. So I had all this music that I had no idea who yeah. it was. Right, really cool stuff. A lot of it. So I'd listen to it, and and, I, and we did have did some of the we tunes. We did, yes. And we'd say we don't know, have any idea. Correct. So I spent about a week. Uh, going through it tune by tune. I, I know I had uh, close to 700 tunes or maybe more. And I would uh, play them and uh, try to Spotify it and see mm-hmm. if I could identify it that way. And then if I could, I'd go to YouTube and, and make you sure go. I had the right thing. And so I went through, and I think I got probably 90% of them identified. Wow. Which was pretty fun. That is good. That's a real time killer right there. Well, it was, but it just something that I, I, I felt like I had to do. I, I wanted to know more about these artists. You were on a mission. Right. Okay. And so one of the guys that, that I d- identified through this was a guy by the name of Tommy Hill. 
Okay. Okay. And um, it, it, when I looked him up, he sa- it says Tommy Hill never quite made it as a country star, despite a couple of decades trying and crossing paths and even working with and for stars and legends like Smiley Burnett, Webb Pierce, Hank Williams, and Johnny Horton. There you go. Okay, so he was mixing mm-hmm. it up with these guys, sure. right? Um, you know, he, he wrote some successful tunes. He was born on a farm near Coy City, Texas, and it is a the depression, one of four children. He picked cotton, you know, to help the family survive and all this type of thing. So at one point, you know, and he and he loved the music of Jimmy Rogers, the Delmore brothers, uh Cowboy Slim Reinhardt, those people. And um so one day, um, uh, he and his brother put together a band, and they were trying to get gigs. Well, uh, one day in 1948, uh, Smiley Burnett uh, passed through San Antonio, and he needed a guitar player or two. Huh. And so he hired Tommy and his brother Ken for the gig, and they stayed with him, and, and he took him to California. And they were in the background scenes in his movies as extras and musicians wow. and stuff, okay? So they were doing pretty good. It lasts about 18 months uh, until um, Tommy and uh, uh, Kenny decided that they were going to really make it in music and go back home and, and really make it. <laughs> now, this is a pattern. Uh, yeah, okay. So they went home and they, they put together a group called the Texas Hillbillies. And then during that time, he crossed paths with Hank Williams and Johnny Horton. And then later, a few years later, he got picked up by Webb Pierce as a fiddle player. You know, so he's mixing yeah, it up. Back in there again. He stayed with Webb for about four months, and uh, Pierce actually cut one of his uh, Tommy Hill songs, which was slowly. And then Hill decided he needed to form a band of his own. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> it just keeps going. <laughs> so. Um, he got a contract uh, uh, with uh, Decca Records, and uh, he formed his own band, and uh, you know whatever. He didn't have much success with Decca, and so uh, Hickory Records uh, signed him. But by that time, rock and roll was kind of rumbling and starting. Yep. And, and Hill ran across a fellow Texan with a Yende record, and he said, "You need to go to Decca Records in Nashville," and that marked the start of Buddy Holly's commercial starting. Oh wow! So anyway. It's just interesting. I, I thought that was kind of fun. Yeah. So the song that I picked by his is one that that we used that we have done. I think I know it's when you're. But coming we up didn't on. know who the guy was. That's right. But it's a song uh, as a duo, probably Tommy and his brother doing. I must leave you now. While waiting at the railroad station, I thought at least you'd come to say goodbye. You don't care how much you hurt me Or how many teardrops are falling from my eyes No more will I love you My heart for you will always yearn Tomorrow you will let another I must leave you to never return The cars are moving down the track I hear the bell ding-donging That echoes in my ears that I'm never coming back No more will I love you My heart for you will always yearn Tomorrow you will 
mother, I must leave you to never return. I've just seen the flag pass the window, a fireman gave the engine near the sign. And here is an empty seat beside me. Like this empty seat, my empty arms will hold me till I die. No more will I love you. My heart for you will always yearn. Tomorrow you will wed another. I must leave you to never return. That's classic songwriting right there. Oh, it is. Leave you to never return. Never. It's fun to sing that. It is, yeah. Those little jam sessions we go to. Okay, Leo. Well, it's uh, back to you. I'm going to go with a band. uh, Kind of tripped over them, you know, looking for something else, actually. Um, This is a band called The Blasters. And the the song I'm going to play, let me tell you about the band first. Their American rock band formed in 1979 in Downey, California. There are two brothers in there, Phil Alvin, right, and Dave Alvin. And it was actually Dave Alvin I was chasing down to try out find out more when i ran across this this cut here oh okay uh but um they're they're self-described american music it's a blend of rockabilly early rock and roll punk rock mountain music rhythm and blues and country that pretty much covers it right there yeah and they grew up in a household filled with music and parents who exposed their sons uh they really encouraged it you know and they said listen to this this is different listen to that so they, uh, they made some friends, and together the boys were brave enough to go into a L.A. blues club and watch their musical idols. And they learned firsthand from the likes of Joe Turner and T-Bone Walker, which really influenced them early on. Uh, but um, Phil, uh, he explained the origin of the band's name, uh, the Blasters. He said, I thought Joe Turner's backup band on his Atlantic Records uh, on 78s, I thought they were the Blues Blasters. And that ends up, it was actually Jimmy McCracklin. And I took the blues off, and Joe finally told me, that's Jimmy McCracklin's name, but you tell him I gave you permission to steal it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So, well, there you go. Okay, I'll take that. Yeah, thanks. But uh, they, they, uh, they, they were, the L.A. scene at the time also featured a lot of cowpunk. You know, oh, sure. Genre, which we haven't really featured just straight well, ahead. We did. I featured oh, that's uh, that right, one group. That's right. And I can't think of their name right now. But, that's uh, right. Yeah, that's some crazy stuff. Well, these the, the Blasters helped um, uh, Dwight Yoakam get established. Wow. Because they did a lot. They toured together for a while and everything. Anyway, this is just a fun song. And it's, it really kind of rocks out. So let's play. This is a song from uh, 1981. And it's called So Long, Baby, Goodbye. Goodbye. 
It out, that's it? fun, yeah. <laughs> that's a great tune. That's fun stuff. I love it. Well, I think that was my my turn. I think your turn's right now. Okay, so I just talked about uh, Tommy Hill. Yes. So uh, this is a twofer here. Um, so he had a sister. Uh, I, I talked about he when he left Webb Pierce and he formed his own band, and, and his sister was in this band. And um, she had a hit with a song that he wrote called Let the Stars Get in My Eyes. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, now, she, it, so I found out about her when I was looking up information on Tommy. Right. So I go, well, uh-huh. let me check into Goldie Hill. So she was born in 1933. She was one of the first women in country music and came one of the f- first women to reach the top of the country music charts with that song. Uh, it was in 1953. It was a number one hit. I let the stars get in my eyes. So. Along with Kitty Wells and Gene Shepard, she helped set the standard for later women in country music. Okay, yeah. Tommy Hill originally wrote that song for Kitty Hill, uh, for uh, Kitty Hill, but uh, uh, her his sister recorded it. Kitty Wells. I'm sorry, Kitty Wells. Okay, sorry about that. So anyway, um, she uh, she performed on Louisiana Hayride, and um, she she followed up with a you know a couple other hits, and she recorded two albums with Decca. And later, she married um, country sing- uh, singer Carl Smith. Okay, yeah. In 1957, she mm-hmm. had two sons, uh, Carl Jr. and Larry Dean, and one daughter, Loretta Lynn, with her. <laughs> oh, really? So it all ties back wow, in. Wow. Isn't that something? Very, yeah, that's very cool. Yeah. So uh, anyway, I was taken with the song, You Will Recognize It, because it was later retitled, don't let the stars get in your I eyes. I was wondering about that. So here's Goldie Hill doing it originally, the original vamp form. Let's hear it. I let the stars get in my eyes. I let the moon steal my heart. You've been gone so long. I couldn't stay at home. What could I do but give to him my love so dear? Now he's the only one I'm thinking of. Too many alone His love was so grand When he held my hand You know how the moonlight lures you on I let the stars get in my eyes I let the moon steal my heart You've been gone so long I couldn't stay at home What could I do but give to him My love so dear Now he's the only one I'm thinking of Thank you. 
could I do but give to him my love so dear Now he's the only one I'm thinking of Too many miles Too many days Too many nights I was alone His love was so grand When he held my hand You know how the moonlight lures you on I do but give to him my love so dear Now he's the only one I'm thinking of Done. All done. All done. Real quick, we're done. We're out of here. <laughs> Bingo, we're done. All right, Leo, back to you. We, we featured a guy named Jimmy Rogers on our program a while back. You bet. And I had been involved in a conversation with our friend Art about yeah. uh, Jimmy Rogers and a couple other things. And, and I'd kind of forgotten about this. There, uh, that Jimmy Rogers passed away in 1933. And that same exact year, another Jimmy Rogers was born and went on to become a musician and just picked up where the other Jimmy Rogers left off. <laughs> okay. He, he is the same name. Normally, they, they make you change your name, but yeah. I don't know. I guess they overlooked it or didn't notice it. He, he just went on with it. Uh, his, it was a lot different, though. He was kind of a teen idol singer when he first got started. And um, he, uh, he, he kind of entered the, the music business in a weird way. But uh, he, he was born in um, a Commas, I think it's Commas is the name of it, Washington. But he was in Nashville, and uh, he was trying to break into the recording business, and he heard a song that would become his first hit later on called Honeycomb. Oh, yeah. You know where we're going now? Okay, sure. All right. Now, that, he, uh, he, he got, got into the music business. He didn't sing that song until... A couple of years into his career. But when he did, man, it went straight to the top. Yeah, that's a big it hit. It was huge. Now, it's kind of funny because uh, they talk about um, he, he, was, he, went, he quit singing for a couple of years uh, in 1967. And uh, it says, recovering from injuries sustained mysteriously on a highway in 1967 caused an approximately year-long period in which Rogers ceased to perform. Nobody really knew why. Wow. You know, and he didn't really talk about it. But it turns out in a a biography that was written much later that uh, he wrote that um, a guy who was mafia-connected head of a record company called Roulette Records, they were uh, famous for not paying uh, performers for their record sales and stuff like that. Wow. Well, Jimmy said, hell, man, and he kept going after him. And apparently... they hired three cops to stop him on the road, just beat the crap out of him. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. So, you know, and it took him two years to get over it, man. Wow. It, it, so there you go. <laughs> you know, pay me my money down. So anyway, he had a, a really great career. and uh, But the song I'm going to do is not his most famous one uh, about Honeycomb. I'm going to do a song uh, from 1958. It's called Bim Bombay. Bim Bombay. On the way to Bimbombay, there's a hill on the way to Bimbombay. There's a house on the hill and a girl in the house on the hill on the way to Bimbombay. A house on the hill and a girl in the house on the hill on the way to Bimbombay. 
Jingling lie Jingling lie Jingling lie Jingling lie Jingling lie Jingling lie There's a store in Bimbombe There's a ring in the store in Bimbombe That's where I'll buy the ring for the girl in the house on the hill on the way to Bimbombe I'll buy the ring for the girl in the house on the hill on the way to Bimbombe Jingling lie oh Jingling lie Jingling lie Jingling a lie, Once I get to Bimbombay, you can bet I will stay in Bimbombay. That's where I'll settle down with the girl in the house on the hill on the way to Bimbombay. I'll settle down with the girl in the house on the hill on the way to Bimbombay. Jingling lie, oh, jingling lie, 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 that's a fun one, Leo. It is kind of a fun one. I've never heard it. That's, that's great. Well, I kind of remember it now. You know, I had completely forgotten about it. Honeycomb, everybody Honeycomb, knows that Honeycomb, sure, one. yeah. But I just thought that was a little change up there. Yeah, so. good find. And a little backstory. Yeah. Oh, look at the time. Yeah, we are out of time for this segment. and We're uh, running a little over, actually. That's true. So we've got a couple things to do. we got uh, moving day tomorrow. Moving day tomorrow, right. So uh, we need to go out and we need to police the area, uh, pick up the trash, and of course check, check that. that. Left, left rear, rear inside, inside duel, duel yeah. and uh, I don't know. I'll take care. Of I that. think it's actually your turn. I think it might be. It is your okay. Turn, so. uh, we might have to start tracking that. Yeah, or, or not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, we'll get that done, and then we'll be right back here. Uh, this is the Americana Road Show, right here on Truckers, Truckers Radio, Radio USA. USA. Well, that didn't take. No, no, it's fine. Yeah, it worked out. Tire was down four pounds. Four pounds. Yeah, just about the same every time. Well, that was a long trip. It was. All the way up here. Yeah. So, so it kind of makes sense. That was good. Yes. Uh, well, well, here we are uh, broadcasting this week uh, from the Shady Grove RV Park here in Selbyville, Delaware. Exactly. I originally said Shelbyville. Yes, but, you did. Uh, and and uh, we well, couldn't we had find it. time finally on the map. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but we finally found Selbyville. Again, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Selbyville. Yeah. It's not a big town. No, most of them aren't. Most of them aren't. I mean, the town itself has a population of maybe 2,000 people, but considering where it is, you know, it's a, it's a really nice vacation place. Uh-huh. Uh, it's just, you know, practically on the border with uh, Virginia and not too far from the ocean. I mean, it's just a, a really beautiful place here. Uh, but um, it was founded in 1778. And wow. Incorporated. They took a while to say, well, should we incorporate it or not? So they waited until 1902. Well, yeah. They said, okay, well, now. We're getting a hurry about that. <laughs> now, one of the things about them is uh, Selbyville was the major supplier of strawberries for the East Coast, and it remained very strong until the 1930s. So that's wow. the strawberry capital of the East Coast there. Now, listen, 
when we first got to town, I'm so glad we found this place when we first got here. Oh, yeah. Because we went down and we found this place. Uh, it's got to be the coolest restaurant in the whole world. Yeah, yeah. And oh, yeah. It's called, uh, what's it? It's Doyle's Restaurant. Right. And um, it's been there like forever. Yes. And, and it started out as just like streamlined diner. But I mean, it's everything is authentic. They got the they got the uh, the soda fountain, you know, and the yeah. market tables. They make all the shakes and malts. Oh, and, everything! Yeah, it's so cool. We've been eating there like way too much, probably. Oh yeah, <laughs> we get to be regulars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's been great. Uh, but anyway, I'd like people to know about this place. So they they've got a little uh, video that was made about it. Uh huh. And I think we'll put that on the website. Sure. And invite people to go take a look at that. I'll put it up there. Yeah, it's pretty much fun. Yeah, well but worth it. They they got one other thing that. I found out that's kind of cool, right? Uh, it says um, it's a home of Mumford Sheet Metal Works, and it had the world record for the largest frying pan in 1950. Way to go. There you go, baby. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> there you go. Well, people ask us. They say, Derriere's, exactly why is it that you travel across this great country of ours and that old RV and stay at Shady Grove RV parks? We don't, I mean, it's, it's something to do. Yeah, you know, that's true. Somewhere else to go. I mean, it, yeah, I, I would like to say it keeps us out of trouble, but no, not, <laughs> not so, so much. much. <laughs> yeah, but uh, unlike our compadres here on uh, Truckers Radio USA, uh, who have these things called ranches, ranches yes. you know, uh, we don't have that. No, uh, of course, Rex Allen Jr. has the Rock and Diamond R Ranch in the. Dos Cabezas Mountains. Mountains, yes. Uh, Allen Bailey, the Swingin' Gate Ranch. Uh, Tennessee Jim, the Diamond W Ranch on the edge of the Kansas Flint Hills. Right. And, of course, uh, Oren Friesen has the Rock and Banjo Ranch. Exactly. And, and we whined about the fact that we didn't have a ranch until our pal Suzanne set us straight. She said, you do have she a ranch. She said, you do have the biggest ranch you of all. You have the biggest ranch, yeah. You have the entire continental United States. Exactly. And you could say we have a ranch. Without fences. That's yeah. right. We go where we want. That's true. And this week it was, you know, Selbyville. That's right. Well, That's we right. go where the dart tells us to go. That's right. And we travel the range on our ranch in our RV called... Get old Rosie. Uh, Rosie gets us there. She gets us there. Yes, she does. Absolutely. All right. Well, Leo, um, I think I finished the, uh, you the did. last segment. You if, did, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. So you remember uh, a few weeks ago, uh, I featured a tune. Um, I did a mix-up uh, of a tune that our buddy Ray Troll wrote. Right. And we did a mix of his band, the Ratfish, Ratfish Wranglers, and, and Three Trails West. Uh-huh. Both did the same song. And, uh, you know, whenever we feature somebody that we know or somebody that suggested, I always try to uh, email them and let them know, you know, it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a sad cry for listenership, I think. <laughs> but uh, Ray actually responded, and, uh, and, and he turned me on uh, to his niece, uh, who's named Erin Heist. And um, she, uh, boy, she's really uh, interesting. She's got a great sound. And um, uh, I, I couldn't find a lot of information on her, but I did, I did find a kind of a review. And it, uh, it says, the urban-rural divide is a common thread in Americana. Right. Um, but on in the, the, the name of this album, and it's from 2022, it's brand new, From the Land of Rusted Dreams, hmm. Aaron Heist twists the trope and sings through the lens of a woman who grew up in the landlocked fishing communities of Southeast Alaska. She spent the last decade playing the bars and back rooms of Alaska's folk music scene 
and her debut album gives gives a taste of all the twists and turns you might find at a late night hotel jam during her hometown's famed Alaska Folk Festival. So um, she got her start as a lead in a, a band called the Cajun, uh, uh, the North Country Cajun Club, and uh, she's been performing uh, bluegrass and country duets with her husband Andrew. Uh, it's real nice stuff. It's a uh, folky and bluegrassy, and uh, I think you're going to like it. That's cool. Uh, from the land of busted dreams, this is Aaron Heist doing "Out of Town." Take me, or take me, take me away from here. Take me, or take me, take me away from here. It's not the taking that scares me. It's worry I'll never leave. I gotta get out. Get out of town. Yeah, I gotta get out of town. 
got to get out of this town. She seems like a nice person. Yeah. She's got a friendly voice. Yeah. It's great stuff. And uh, so thank you, Ray, for, for that hit. hit. It's, it's hard to believe that uh, related. she's related to Ray. But, yeah, because Ray is... Yeah. Ray. Yeah, Ray's Ray. Ray is Ray. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, there you go. But thank you, Aaron. That was uh, real nice. We like it a lot. And Leo, it's back to you. Harold Forster Chapin. Harry Chapin? Harry Chapin. Awesome. He was born in uh, December of 1942. And American singer, philanthropist, hunger activist, most, most known for his rock and roll songs that he wrote. He's a, a really great songwriter. Oh, yeah. And um, he's best known, uh, of course, Taxi mm-hmm. and Cats in the Cradle. Right. You know. Uh, but um, he, uh, he went on, he's best known now, not only for his music, but he was quite a philanthropist. Uh, he, uh, he was a, one of the people that um, started the Presidential Commission on World Hunger in 1977 and was a fierce advocate of it. He helped the organization grow. Um, but when he got into, uh, started getting into music, uh, he got, get a little of this. How lucky can you get? He, two recording companies wanted them so bad that they got in a bidding war. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Well, that never happens. It was uh, Clive Davis at Columbia and Jack Holzman at Electra. And Harry decided to go with uh, with uh, Electra, multi million dollar recording contract right off the bat. Wow! And the contract was one of the biggest of its time, and it granted him free recording time along with many other perks. So <laughs> I mean, that's unusual. That's usually where they get you. That's true. Yeah. Now, if you remember, Taxi was a long song. Yeah. Pretty much longer than most airplay would allow for. But this guy named Jim Connors, who was an American radio personality. Helped him promote the song despite its length, and helped him to stay on the charts for 16 weeks with that one. Wow! And it became the number one requested song for 10 weeks in a row. Now he also performed it on the Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. Okay. And he received so many calls that he returned the next night, and did it two nights in a row. It was the first time in the show's history that a performer had been called back the next night. Wow! So that's pretty all pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. But uh, he has a he had two brothers, Steve and Tom. And we know Tom. We know Tom. Uh, from the Winfield Festival. Right. I mean, he's a performer in his own right. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant entertainer. Yeah. I guess it runs in the family, huh? I guess. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of his legacy lives on, not only his music, but uh, he's known for the Harry Chapin ASCAP Award. Uh, Congressional Gold Medal of Honor was granted to him. Wow. Uh, he was a Hall of Fame at uh, Long Island Music, and uh, he was one of the ten, noted as one of the 10 outstanding young Americans in 1977. Wow, heck of a guy! Heck, that's so, great. I'm gonna I'm gonna go deep cut though. I'm not gonna pay taxi. I'm not gonna pay cash in the cradle. Uh, he had a he had a thing about writing great kids songs, mm-hmm. right? And uh, this this is one, and it's called um, I think it's it see flowers are red. The little boy went first day of school He got some crayons and he started to draw He put colors all over the paper All colors was what he saw And the teacher said, what you doing young man? I'm painting flowers, he said She said, it's not the time for art, young man And anyway, flowers are green and red They're the time for everything, young man And the way it should be done You've got to show concern for everyone else For you're not the only one And she said, flowers are red 
leaves are green There's no need to see flowers any other way Than the way they always have been seen But the little boy said There are so many colors in the rainbow So many colors in the morning sun So many colors in the flower And I see everyone You're sassy There's ways that things should be And you'll paint flowers The way they are So repeat after me And she said Flowers are red, young man And green leaves are green There's no need to see Flowers any other way Than the way they always have been seen But the little boy said There are so many colors in the rainbow So many colors in the morning sun So many colors in the flower And I see everyone The teacher put him in the corner She said it's for your own good And you won't come out till you get it right And are responding like you should Well, finally he got lonely Frightened thought filled his head And he went up to the teacher And this is what he said And he said Flowers are red And green leaves are green There's no need to see flowers any other way Than the way they always have been seen Time went by like it always does And they moved to another town And the little boy went to another school And this is what he found The teacher there was smiling She said painting should be fun And there were so many colors in the flower So let's use every one But that little boy painted flowers In neat rows of green and red And when the teacher asked him why This is what he said And he said Flowers are red And green leaves are green There's no need to see flowers any other way Than the way they always have been seen Like so much of his writing, there's a message in there, you know. Oh, yeah. 
And uh, this one, I kind of just liked it. I hadn't heard it before, and I uh, thought that might be a good representation for him. Yeah, there's a lot of great uh, children's music out there. We really haven't featured any we of it. We haven't. So. Maybe we ought to do yeah. that. So it's, you know, it brings out the child in us anyway, right? So I'm just saying. <laughs> it's so, so it's, close it's to the so surface. To the surface. <laughs> so, hey, you know, we're about out of time for this segment. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you, know, I, you know, I keep looking for sponsors. Any luck? I, I've got one that I think I think we really need. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. So get a load of this. More people the whole world over. Stop at the SO sign for the kind of products and service that are truly super fine. Yes, more people the whole world over like the products and service they find. E-S-S-O, yes sir, S-O, at the S-O sign, the world's first choice. World's first choice, huh? What? So, so well, I've been trying to figure out, we really need this one. Yeah? I mean, you know, so I've been trying to figure out how do we pitch it, like, you know, maybe... We're old guys. Uh, we've got gas, but we need gas. We need uh, gas. Yeah, we're, no, uh, no, not probably That's not. not quite uh, right. We, we've got, but we need yours. We need, uh, uh, yours is the best gas. Yours is a be- well, it's the world's first choice. First hey, choice. we're the world's second choice. We are. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that'll work. Let right? that work. You I, think? Let's find out. More people the whole world over. Stop at the SO sign. The world's first choice. Look out. We're, look out. We're backing up. We're backing up. Well, that's what we do. We, we, we're we back the, up. The derriere is Sometimes we just stand outside and we go, beep, beep, beep. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. How to make friends and influence people. Right yeah, there. well, yeah. we're uh, easily entertained. Yeah, pretty much. Mm. Well, pretty much. this is the part of the show that we, uh, we'd like to uh, ask kindly. Uh, em- uh, implore. Implore is a good word. Suggest. Uh, suggest. Or just downright. Beg, beg yeah, people begging yeah, works, yeah. to go to our websites. Uh, the one for this show is thederrieres.com. Okay. And for God's sake, yes. don't, don't forget, forget the, the. the. It's a, yeah. such a small word. It's a, but it's so important. If you forget it, you will never forget it. You'll never yeah. forget it again. Yeah. So, so uh, And, of course, the one for the band is... Well, that would be threetrailswest.com with the number three. Right. Yep. And uh, if you go to either of those or both of these websites, you will find a lot of... Content, content, yes. And if you watch it, we're pretty sure you will be contented. contented but there's so much. There is. You could become confused. confused. In which case, just contact, contact us. And we'll get you straightened out. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So there are contact us tabs on both websites, or you can get right to us through our uh, email addresses. Mine is Roger, no D, at thederrieres.com. And mine is Leo, also no D, mm-hmm. at thederrieres.com. Yeah. And you know, the other thing you can do uh, at uh, thederrieres.com, go to the Americana Roadshow tab. And you can listen to or download uh, any of our past episodes and listen to them at your leisure. Preferably preferably in your your leisure leisure suit. suit. Yeah, Yeah. Mm -hmm. that'd be super cool. That'd be cool. As our good buddy Mike Carr says, go Go nowheres without the the Darius. Thanks for that vote of confidence there, Mark. We appreciate it. Let's see, where are we anyway? Uh, It's my turn. Okay. And a show or two ago, I featured a tune by uh, Rusty and Doug Kershaw. Yes, you did. Uh, called Turn Around, Take a Look at Me. Mm-hmm. And when I said that, it made both of us think about another a song. A different song, right. Right, uh-huh. which is Turn Around, Look at Me. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I thought it appropriate uh, to, to feature that song. But it's pretty interesting. Um, uh, Glenn Campbell and a guy, a guy named Jerry Capehart and J- Glenn Campbell wrote the song. 
though Glenn Campbell is not officially credited. Yeah, I, I, that's kind of news to me. Yeah, well, you know, he wrote a lot of stuff. He's yeah. an incredible musician. He's part of the uh, Wrecking Crew and mm-hmm. all that mm-hmm. we've talked about. But in 1961, uh, Glenn Campbell released his version as a single, and it was his first chart, song to chart in the United States, really? hitting number 62 on the Billboard Hot 100. In 1962, one year later, the Letterman released their version as a single, and it made it to number five on Billboard's bubbling under Hot 100 singles chart. Okay. But their B-side, How Is Julie, was the bigger hit. Gotcha. Okay. But in 1968, the Vogues released their remake as a single, and it was by far the most successful, reaching number seven on the Hot 100. Yeah, that's the version everybody knows, yeah. And Mm -hmm. the Vogues are pretty interesting. Uh, They were... uh, Formed in uh, in high school in 1958 at Tuttle Creek High School, uh, which is uh, a suburb of Pittsburgh, and um, th- it was interesting. They they uh, got together, they performed, and then they uh, all went into the military, and then they got back and together, and uh, they each paid a hundred dollars toward the fee to record a demo tape. Ah. so they went and did that, and uh, they had some success. I, I mean, they the uh, vote. The Vogue, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, they had uh, good. Uh, the, another song, Five O'clock World, which mm-hmm. is a big one. They were on the Red Skelton Show, Glenn Campbell Good Time Hour, Ed Sullivan Show, Shindig, yeah, <laughs> American that, Bandstand, that was a big one, Hula Baloo, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they were on there, but the they are a band that um, uh, the group's manager in either the late seventies or eighties trademarked the name and assets and sold mm. it. Wow. And so what happened was um, wow. a, guy, a guy picked it up. Uh, it, it was Bengar Incorporated, a guy named Pete Garofalo. And he started booking groups all over. Many, the many Vogues. bands called the Vogues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so uh, it, it was quite a deal. It kind of uh, ended up uh, bad. But, uh, but anyway, so. As it turns out, we're not the only one that do ones that do mix-ups and mash-ups. Okay. So I was looking into this, and I found a thing. It was on the YouTubes, and uh, it was uh, by a guy named Mott Mool. That's his handle, uh, so I want to give him credit for it. But he did a mix-up, which is Glenn Campbell and the Vogues. <laughs> so uh, he mixed up their two versions really? of it, and it's really pretty cool. So... <laughs> I thought that'd be a good way to feature both of them. So let's give it a listen. Turn around. Look at me. There is someone walking behind you. Look at me And there's someone Watching your footsteps Turn around Look at me There is someone Who really needs you Here's my heart Stay 
to stand beside you. Turn around, look at me, and there's someone to love and guide you. Turn around, look at me. That's a big finish right there. You were, we were talking uh, while that's playing. You thought that the, those songs were originally recorded in different keys. Yeah, I couldn't find them in the same key. You know, so, there, it's possible to do that. I mean, yeah. it's tricky to shift change, but uh, it's possible that's what they did on that. I don't know, but uh, but he did a real nice job. So Mott Mool, thank you very much for that. Give huh. you credit and uh, saved me a lot of work. And cool. Uh, but it was a. I, I thought it was a interesting uh, retrospect on uh, yeah tune. absolutely very cool all right leo well we're back to you uh, i couldn't i think we've i think we featured this gal before on the program i, I should have gone back and looked but uh this would be um harry chapin and tom chapin's fifth cousin okay <laughs> all right <laughs> mary chapin carpenter oh of course <laughs> she, sure it, that came up as i was kind of looking some stuff up but sure enough uh, she was born in 1958, and of course she's known for folk and country stuff. And and uh, she she's such a talent, and she's remained such a talent throughout her career. Mm-hmm. But um, she she described her child as a pretty typical suburban, with her musical interests defined chiefly by her sister's albums, uh, like the Mamas and the Papas and the Beatles and Judy Collins. And I listened to all that. And that yeah, heavily sure. influenced me. Anyway, she came out with a a, a big a big album. And um, there's this one cut on there I'm going to feature. It's actually probably the biggest uh, breakout single on the album. Uh, it's called, uh, the album was called uh, Come On, Come On. Okay. It's a great, great album. So there's a song called He Thinks He'll Keep Her. Oh. This is a pretty interesting tune if you listen to it. Uh, it charted, uh, I think, at number two on Billboard's country chart and number one on Radio Records country chart. But it was written by this guy, uh, by Carpenter and this guy named Don Schlitz. And it, it's a song about a 36-year-old homemaker who leaves her husband. And uh, it was inspired by a series of Geritol commercials in which a man boasts his wife's seemingly limitless energy and her many accomplishments. And then concludes by saying, my wife, I think I'll keep her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember those commercials. I remember those. Anyway, she said that line has always stuck with me. It's such just a joke. <laughs> Yeah, so, right. So let's, let's listen to it, man. This is Mary Chapin Carpenter. I can't even say it. Mary Chapin Carpenter doing My Wife. I think I'll keep her. I 
makes his bed She does the laundry She keeps him fed When she was 21 She wore her mother's lace She said forever with a smile upon her face She does the carpool She PTAs Doctors and dentists She drives all day When she was 29 She delivered number three And every Christmas card Showed a perfect Here's the practice and design Spit and polish till it shines He thinks he'll keep her Everything is so benign Safest place you'll ever find God forbid you change your mind He thinks he'll keep her She packs With no expression upon her face When she was 36, she met him at their door She said, I'm sorry, I don't love you anymore Everything runs right on time Here's a practice Typing pool at minimum wage. Everything runs right on time. Here's the practice and design. Spit and polish till it shines. He thinks he'll keep her. Everything is so benign. Safest place you'll ever find. At least until you change your Oh, 
Yeah. And I misspoke. The correct title is He Thinks He'll Keep Her. Ah. Yeah. That's a good one. Great tune. And I looked. We had not featured her before. Really? I can't believe it. Well, there you go. And you know what? What? We're out of time. We are definitely out of time. Yeah. We got to figure out where we're going. And we got to get the dart out. Okay. So let's see. Uh, My turn to throw the dart. So you get the map. I'll get the map. It's way in the back back here. Hold on. We got to get this. We got to get a better drawer for this. Okay. I got it. I got it. Oh, man. Be careful. Just be careful. It's like it's a very fragile thing. Yeah. It's being careful. It's like it's ancient, but it's only not even two years old. (laughs) Two years old, just full of holes. (laughs) Okay. There we go. Got it? Yep. It's up there. Okay. Uh, Let me get get the dart. It's in the spoon drawer. Spoon drawer two. Okay. Yeah. And. There it is. I got it. Got okay, it. Good, okay, good. All right. And get the, get in the okay. circle. Okay. All right. I'm there. I'm you ready? ready? Uh-huh. One, two, three. Throw the dart. Throw the dart. Oh, oh wow. Look at man, that. Man, we didn't go very no, far. No, it's close to where you th- yeah. just are uh, right now. Massachusetts. Well, that's not too far. It looks like Lunenburg, Massachusetts. Lunenburg. Lunenburg. Oh, this like is going to be good. Like the moon or something, huh? This is going to be good. Well, this will be fun. Oh, yeah, I'm looking forward okay, to that. Okay, well, yeah, maybe not so long of a drive this time. Maybe. Okay, well, hey, Leo, this has been fun. It, it always is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so we'll just have to get out of here because we got to come back next week. From Lunenburg. Lunenburg. And do do this all all over again. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, um, this has been the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers Radio USA. USA. And remember to look out behind you. It's the Dairy Dairy.